0: Hello, my name is Nick Augustine, and I am a strategy consultant and publicist. I love my job creating and promoting the focused image of my client's success. My nationwide professional clients are busy practicing law and finance, and I represent them with my list of proprietary contacts, products, and activities I use to generate awareness. One of them is this Law Talk and Money Talk Radio program, and I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of Money Talk Radio. This show is produced by ProServe Public Relations, which is a business development public relations firm bringing you new and pragmatic content on Tuesdays with Law Talk Radio and on Thursdays on the Money Talk Radio show. Today's guest is Keith Schneider from Market Gauge, and the title of our show is Market Gauge Trader Training Trends with Keith Schneider. Uh, Current financial market conditions require trading education and resources, and veteran Wall Street trader and money manager Keith Schneider shares the fruits of his wisdom and experience in trading trends and education. Keith Schneider is the CEO of Market Gauge and with over 30 years of trading and money management experience Keith and his team at Market Gauge provide valuable resources for stock traders. Keith is uh, a former floor trader and is a member of all the New York commodities exchanges. Today, Keith is a money manager and, is, and his li- list of accolades includes the development of DataView LLC, uh, which he's the co-developer, um, also MarketGage.com, Hot Scans, The Nugget List, and Market Vision Incorporated. You can learn more about Keith Schneider and MarketGage at www.MarketGage.com. Now, we do have a great show for you this afternoon, and your calls are welcome. You can dial in at 917-889-9732, press option 1 to be placed in our caller queue. The telephone number, again, is 917-889-9732. By quick disclaimer, want to let you know that this is a general information program, the advice shared on our show does not constitute professional advice. Communications with attorneys and finance professionals on our show does not give rise to client relationships. ProServe Public Relations does not necessarily endorse the opinions expressed by guests. Finally, all callers are confidential and races broadcast are reserved. We want to let you know about a couple upcoming events quickly. Um, also want to remind you to please share your events with us. ProServe Public Relations does engage in promoting uh, several events and advertising them on the show and through our other communications channels. so please do send us a message through the contact page on our website, located at www.proservepr.com, which is P-R-O-S-E-R-V-E-P-R.com. Now, for way of subject matter for today's show, Applying insider knowledge gained from years of professional trading experience on and off the floor, running money for major New York hedge funds, and currently managing a hedge fund, Market Gauge's master traders created the powerful proprietary web-based software tools HotScans, Scans, Big View, the Nuggets List, and the ETF Monitor. These subscription-based tools have been built for thousands of individual traders, as well as institutional clients such as Reuters, Barron's Online, Fidelity, InterShow, and Townsend Analytics. The team at Mark Gage includes CEO Keith Schneider, our guest today, President Jeff Biersch, Director of Trading and Research and Education, Michelle Mish Schneider. Let's welcome Keith Schneider and learn more about Market Gage. Keith, how are you today?
1: Honey. Hello. Yes, hi. He's... <laughs> I'm sorry, while you were talking, you ran to get a glass of water, so he'll be right with you. This is Mish.
0: Mish, I'd like to say hello. Uh, Welcome to the show. Uh, Why don't you tell us real quickly uh, what you do there at Market Cage while we're waiting for Keith.
1: Well, um, although my official title is Director of Education and Research, my education and research really is mainly dealing with analyzing the market, looking at the indexes, looking at the sectors and groups, and then picking out specific stocks every day. Then, in turn, direct and teach to my subscribers of a service I call MMM Premium.
0: Well, you know what? We're probably going to have a whole show on some of these things uh, as well. Um, Mish, it's good to uh, say hi to you. And uh, today, um, let me know when Keith uh, arrives. Um, Okay, well, Keith, I'll say hello to you too.
1: Oh, good afternoon.
0: Alright. Well it's good to uh talk to both of you. Let's just start right at today is a really great day. Um, you know, you've got you're lucky with me, although my last name's English. You've got the luck of the Irish with this one. And um yeah, this <laughs> so picking today for a show is good because today we had the best October we're looking at the best October month since nineteen seventy four. I just saw the closing bells a little over an hour ago, and let me say, uh
1: what was it, two point five percent increase over in third quarter? Um in, in the third quarter, well, no, it's not quite over yet, but it's going to turn from probably one of the worst quarters to a reasonable one. But more importantly, um, this month, depending on the index, you're probably up 15 to 18% depending on the index.
0: It's really a great – I mean, I'm glad to see things starting to turn around. And, uh, you know, it's interesting when the people were talking about uh, – You know, we're talking today about, you know, everything with trading and everything with market gauge. So um, jumping right in, um, I'd like to, you know, ask your, well, first of all, let's back up a little bit. I want to identify who are good people to listen to this show as we record this and people are listening. Obviously, we're uh, aimed at a lot of traders today and uh, looking at what have everything that happened today. If you're a trader on the floor at Chicago Board of Options Exchange and look at, uh, the vix closing uh, numbers things are very good so let 's talk uh, we're going we want to really get uh nail down exactly everything that it is that you do, what your products are who they 're for who 's a best uh, you know good client for you, and how we can all uh share some good information so um, before we get into more news about today, why don 't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about who your uh best audience is and who you 're there helping
1: well you know it's it's interesting because it, it really varies. Um, we have a number of professional traders people who have been in the business a long time following us Um, some of that emanates from the fact that our tools are professional level quality so what we did is when we got into uh, the business of creating scanning and proprietary analysis tools uh, it was really for our own uh, use and Because of my background in technology, I was able to offer it to some of the larger institutions like um, Bank of America Prime Brokerage, uh, Fidelity uh, Institutional Brokerage. So we, we have a really good following of professional traders, but we also found that in using these tools that people needed to know how to use them. So we created these educational programs around it and found that, the playing field today is very, very level in a sense because with the Internet, everybody can access them. And everybody with just, you know, a a regular computer and a mouse can trade online and very effectively. So we've expanded our universe and really deal with anyone from a, a serious trader who knows how to use the tools the core education of learning how to trade. And we guide people uh, throughout the day. So we have a number of services that allow you to do that. For the very active day trader, um, we have a day trading uh, room where in this market, you know, um, day trading can be extremely profitable. And we also have a swing trading service and mini swing for people holding positions. So you can get sort of a a mentor um, live uh, during the day. And that's um, I'm basically monitoring and pointing out trades and answering questions throughout the day, as well as um, my partner and wife, who I met on the floor, Michelle, doing that in her service through Twitter. So we run the gamut from professional traders to um, beginners and all different levels. And we have various different courses that will allow you to learn our methodologies.
0: The, you know, it's such a change, Keith, in in the way things, um, <laughs> the way that technology has really shaped how many of us do our jobs. Um, I want to call your attention, if I could, recently to an article that was in Crane Chicago Business uh, on the 25th, talking about some of the tax deals and incentives that state of illinois is trying to keep the cme and the cbo here uh, in illinois and we're currently researching on an article we're writing with a few folks, and the I guess the cost to floor traders in uh, the taxes proposed could be rather substantial, make it very difficult and impractical for people to continue on a face-to-face trading on the floor. And um, you know, some of the people that we've been talking to have said that you know that's really going away anyways in, in the near future. And it, it's sort of a hallmark I always uh, you know thought of when I you know was a kid and thinking about trading and watching my dad. Follow our, you know our family's portfolio and whatnot. I always pictured everyone on the floor. Um, what are your thoughts on you know? So I, like I say, so many of these educational resources do level the playing field, but I'm also concerned that there are now people uh, you know operating and trading who you know, you know are, uh, you really need education and don't know what they're doing. So it seems to be um, you know so much. Of, it's such a difficult, uh, different world we live in now. What are some of your thoughts on? Um, the future of face-to-face trading versus electronic trades, and in um, more in way of education.
1: Well, um, I, you know, I, I think those are two distinct um, threads. Um, the first one is the globalization of the markets and the, you know, how electronic and how instant everything is. Um, Twenty-five years ago, um, thirty, actually thirty years ago. I started on the floor uh, in New York and that was, you know, pure open outcry. It was the price discovery mechanism and it was truly what I would call the the last bastion of pure capitalism, the floor trading where, you know, the open outcry system worked. Um, And as soon as the PC came out and... uh, Mini computers, not mainframes, it was possible to create trading systems and computers that were wired and able to um, connect all the markets and display it in a way that you could really understand. And um, back then, I built a system called Market Vision, which um, basically hooked up all of the data feeds uh, throughout the world, and used a color graphics display as early as 1982. So I saw the globalization of the markets, and now it's really coming to fruition. I always thought that the floor was going to be a dinosaur once the electronic markets and the instant communications really became ubiquitous. So um, the, the net effect now is that um, all of the international markets are completely wired together. The dissemination of news through Twitter, et cetera, is making the response to the market and the feedback mechanism and the trends actually uh, speed up. So it has a profound effect um, on the markets and what's happened. Um, and, and as you can see, the volatility has increased dramatically. Um, and it's probably here to stay because as everyone's getting the m- news instantaneously, they're also responding instantaneously. So today is a perfect example of just exactly how the markets and everybody is instantly wired to um, to react to news.
0: So Keith, you really could work 24 hours a day. What's stopping us from doing that?
1: Uh, we do. My wife. And my wife. <laughs> Puts out about two of those
0: <laughs> it's it's um t- my my second part of the question um the uh, as I see some of the commercials when I watch different news programs i see um you know other products similar to yours that are are probably a little more retail oriented um is this a better? Is this a better uh, atmosphere for people who are novices and learning the world of trading, or is this a concerning thing that people could get in over, to their, in over their head too quickly? Uh, what are your thoughts on some of the downside of the technology and what people should do to be
1: more cautious? Well, you know, it's no different than, you know, getting into a, a, a race car um, and thinking because you know how to turn the key and step on the gas. That you can drive you know at you know Monaco, but you can't, or you shouldn't um so you know you have to start off at a pace, but I can say that um it's not a mystery um there's a systematic approach that is accessible to everybody it's there is rocket scientists in it, but that doesn't mean you have to be one to play the game and do it successfully you just have to know what you're doing and um there's all different levels to that so i think that the big institutions have proven that they can't be responsible with not only their own proprietary money but anyone else's money so in this wacko environment um I think taking control and understand, at a minimum understanding the dynamics, being able to identify a trend, when it starts, when it stops, even if you're not doing it yourself, you should at least have the knowledge to be able to understand if you're a money manager or whatever firm you're using um, and what your investments in your IRA are doing. Because right now... Um, The the volatility and the disparity between the best-performing sectors and and areas of of the financial marketplace are widely divergent. So you you better know where your money is um, and just relegating it to or delegating it to other people who are really not incented to make you money but just to hold Assets under management is not really a recipe for success. Maybe for the manager, but not for your portfolio. So I encourage everybody to at least learn the basics of understanding what they're in, why they're in it, and what that core primary trend is. And then you can take it from there. But there are basics, there's easy ways to read it, it's not a huge mystery. And it's accessible to everyone. In fact, there's lots of information all over. Of course, putting it together in a way that makes sense um, and has some statistical validity is important
0: that's a great answer Keith and I'm going to ask you a little bit more about how market gauge helps people learn the basics and put things together right after we pause for our first event message and this event message comes from leaded limited here in Chicago and this is an event that's you know a little bit more aimed at um, our, our lawyer audience but still good for everyone um, especially anyone who has kids these days we're talking about drugs and drug abuse uh, many attorneys and friends ask uh, Nancy Minard from leaded limited of course she operates the company that so many of the courts use for uh, court-imposed drug testing. Uh, they ask her about expired or unused prescription medications that are lying around the house and creating temptations uh, for exploring children and teens. Um, there's a resource system that's free to pass on to your friends and when you're thinking and sharing this, you know you should ask yourself if you signed up for the drug testing seminar again, offered by Leaded Limited on November 18th, you can certainly contact me, Nick Augustine, for more information to sign up for that. My telephone number three one two five zero five two six zero four, and of course my email nick n i c k at proservepr com. Uh, again, National Drug. Prescription Take Back Day comes on uh, Saturday, October 29th, and the National Prescription Drug Take Back Day is sponsored by the Drug Enforcement Administration and it provides an opportunity for the public to safely turn in expired, unwanted, or unused pharmaceutical controlled substances and other medications for destruction. National Substance Abuse Prevention Month is the month of October 2011, and Substance Abuse Prevention Month is promoted by the Office of the National Drug Control Policy. It recognizes the importance of substance use prevention and celebrates the efforts of our federal and non governmental organizations to prevent drug use before it starts. I encourage you to find out more about. The uh, Let It Limited uh, November 18th presentation, again, It's going to be taking place here in Chicago at the East Bank Club. You can find more information about that on the event section or the event page of uh, the ProServe PR website very shortly when that's up. Also, if you're a subscriber to the ProServe post, there is... Uh, information about there about that event, and of course, if you want to get our um, and receive all of our notifications, you can subscribe to the ProServe post right on our website. Again, at www.proservepr.com. P-R-O-S-E-R-V-E. All right, and event message, we want to also remind you that ProServe Public Relations serves commercial firms by managing images and reputations. ProServe PR promotes your work and success to your ambassadors and key influencers as well as media outlets who are aware of your work and want to uh, keep sharing uh, your work with other people. Certainly effective public relations efforts capture your activity and promote your value in the community with business opportunities arising all over the place, we like to share our knowledge, skills, and those of our clients who have a well, whoever, well-earned reputation in the community. So uh, certainly be in touch if you have an event you want to share or uh, have a media lead or uh, other news that you want to share so we can help uh, disseminate that. Also, if you have a guest suggestion for any of our Money Talk Radio broadcasts, let us know by dropping us a note on our website or on our Facebook page. You can simply search in Facebook under the search bar for Money Talk Radio. Now, back to our program with Keith Schneider from Market Gauge. I want to ask you, Keith, a little bit about learning the basics you uh, mentioned that there are so many resources out there, and the difficulty sometimes can be putting together all the information in a, in a, a, you know, a cognizable form so that you can make a good decision and, and spot trends and follow them. So I'd like to talk a little bit more specifically about how market Gauge, uh helps traders uh, and people learning the business how to put together the basics.
1: Well, I mean, what we've done is we've put together uh, a number of different courses Uh, depending on your interest um, and your uh, level of expertise. So if you're a beginner, we have something equivalent of a boot camp that's virtual. Um, One of the major components in investing, speculating, day trading, any part of the spectrum is really having a battle plan Um, understanding your emotions, uh, understanding, you know, uh, a business plan about how you're going to handle whatever it is that you're embarking on, whether it's longer-term investments that you're managing or actively, uh, you know, active management of your investments on a either weekly or daily basis. So depending on your, uh, your needs, we have a bunch of courses that will do that. Um, what we've done is we've embraced the latest technology and all of it is just in time uh, streaming from the web so literally you can uh, take these courses uh, download them uh, you don't even have to download them you just play them off the internet and then of course with each of the courses there's a mastery component to that So that you get ongoing education, uh, videos every day looking at specific market examples of how to handle the markets, um, how to understand trade examples, and managing your risk, which is most crucial. In a business that's relatively risky, the most important thing you learn is risk management and how much heat you're going to take before you get... Um, before you get into the trade, is all about managing risk, something that I certainly uh, would have hoped that the banks and the larger institutions would have done a better job at because they took massive risk without really understanding um, the extent of it. But in investing, you certainly can, and in trading, measure risk and keep it under control so that you stay in the game and you maximize your profits.
0: Keith, uh, you mentioned the banks taking massive risks without understanding. Uh, it's 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 really rather a a scary environment out there, and I, I want to ask you if, you know, I, I don't know how relevant this really is to um, to your products necessarily, but as a veteran trader, I'm, I'm curious about uh, what some of the, I'm uh, shifting gears to the news a little bit here. Um, the Occupy movement has caused, you know, kicked, they've kicked up a lot of dust around here in Chicago and um, a lot of the protesters are right outside the Board of Trade. Um, what w- You're talking about understanding what's going on and educating what are some good resources for the people i am seeing who are uh, again? We're talking about social media and Twitter, and the exchange of information is so quick. I see the exchange of misinformation uh, and, and opinions based on misinformation all over the place. What are some good news sources, or what are some good trustworthy uh, locations for information, so that people who want to know more uh, might might find out? You know, um, and I guess my the background here is. With so many of our media sources being somewhat biased politically, we don't really know sometimes where to turn for accurate advice.
1: Well, I think that's a really good question um, and it gets into a lot of politics too um, however um, there's lots of blogs out there um, that offer all different types of biased and uh, and Uh, you know, opinions or opinions about various things in the marketplace. And obviously there is the standard news sources, you know, Bloomberg, CNN. um, But, um, you know, we write uh, market commentary uh, every day. um, And I do a weekly market outlook that sort of looks at prevailing social trends and ties it into the global markets. Um, However, um, you know, there are a number of sources. I personally, if I'm looking for an opinion other than my own or the people that I associate with um, and for broad knowledge, I really like uh, Seeking Alpha, which is a free site, um, which has lots of um, information about different trends in the marketplace, and you get all different types of biases there. So you get a smattering of people that are fairly professional, some highly professional uh, traders giving you their opinions on various trends and events in the market, and that's fairly comprehensive. And, you know, obviously the the traditional things like Barron's and the Wall Street Journal are, uh, you know, highly reliable sources.
0: Now... You talk about social trends uh, affecting things. Can you give me some examples of some of the uh, most active social trends these days?
1: Well, I think the one that is really, uh, and and it's something that we use extensively, is Twitter. I mean, we get news on Twitter well before the um, events um, on uh, traditional news feeds. And it's also a fantastic source for different opinions. Now, the key is that there's lots of noise out there. So one of the things you need to do is figure out who out there on Twitter is providing information that's really good, insightful, and worth your time. But even as professional traders, we know that there are probably a few that we like to listen to to see their opinion. So there might be, you know, uh, a few specialized people who, um, you know, can report on, you know, uh, option trades or uh, specific setups in the market or even just general news, which can give you um, a a significant edge. Um, So Twitter to me is bypasses uh, the um, some of the issues that you know surround internet uh mail mail delivery you know spam delays with mail servers etc so the whole twitter feed is pretty extraordinary because it's so fast it's um seamless so if you want instant communications and this is this is what's happening is that that twitter gets you know is instantaneously uh, available to you with virtually no time delay. So I think that's the biggest trend, and I think it's also affecting the markets because all these different Twitter streams are interconnected, and you get instant information.
0: Uh, you like, know, when for instance,
1: when we found out about um, the passing of Steve Jobs, um, we got it well before. Uh, you, we're talking minutes before, the, um, the actual uh, announcement on traditional news feeds now obviously that had an effect on the price of Apple stock um, and you could have acted on it so you could have chosen not to also but nonetheless that type of information is much more rapidly disseminated and people are discussing it you know, in real time as it's unfolding that's a huge change
0: it's, it's Twitter has really changed the landscape for so many things um, what I'd like to, well and when, when people are looking for different people they follow on Twitter um, uh, you know I guess uh, my question after the break I'm going to pause for another event message but I want to know Uh, if you have some advice for people who are trying to vet some of the sources on Twitter out there, of course some people are using Twitter for different reasons to try to attract more uh, uh, customers or consumers, there's all sorts of different reasons for using social media, Um, and I was just wondering some of your thoughts on how to vet some of the sources and make the lists and really hone in on the best people because otherwise you could spend uh, all of your time following different people and uh, there's a bit of efficiency to it, but we're going to pause quickly for uh, our next event message, and it comes from Market Gauge and our guests today. Again, we want to let you know that Market Gauge and applying insider knowledge gained from their years of professional trading experience on and off the floor, running money from major New York hedge funds, and currently managing a hedge fund, the Market Gauge Master Traders created these powerful proprietary web based software tools called Hot Scans, Big View, the Nuggets List, and the ETF Monitor. Again, these subscription based tools have been built for thousands of individual traders as well as institutional clients such as Reuters, Barron's Online, Fidelity, InnerShow, and Townsend Analytics. Again, as we get back to our Money Talk Radio show, we want to remind our listeners on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn uh, who find our, or who, rather, who find our uh, shows there, to please share these shows within your networks. Again, so many people do find our information uh, through social networks, and we uh, thank you everyone for your support and sharing our programming. So, um, back to our, our show with Keith, Sh- Keith Schneider here, um, Keith. As far as vetting uh, people on Twitter, I know that so many people make multiple uh, accounts uh... for different purposes um, and you really could spend almost all of your time uh, on twitter i know as a publicist i follow uh, several editors and uh... you know try to get more inside informations on what type of stories people are interested in and, and what's going on and i find myself spending a lot of time on twitter and i've created some of my own proprietary ways to uh... sort of vet those but i was uh, you know as if someone out there's a trader and is looking for advice and who to follow, uh, what are some good tips that you uh, have suggested to people in the past? Well,
1: uh, let's see. One is uh, follow us. Um, uh, we, we occasionally put out information um, on, on the stream. We have a couple different streams. Um, and we also have a private stream for paid subscribers, but that's separate. If you're trying to get information um, from free public Twitter, um, the thing to do is to try to find um, a particular person that you think um, is putting out some quality information. There's lots of noise, lots of um, people who are putting out information on what's happening in the financial markets, and you would not be well served to follow it. It's much like turning on the TV, listening to CNN or uh, any of the shows on TV, and depending on them for your analysis, um, and that's not going to work. So what, what, you, what you need to do is to find a couple of people that you think are really doing a good job at um, uh, giving you the information that you find valuable and then finding out who they follow. Generally speaking, people who have, you know, um, lots of followers and very, very few um, that they're following um, are interested. So the idea is you can see how many people are following, um, you know, person X, and let's say that's two or 3,000, and that person is only following 5 or 10 or 20 people then you know that they're very carefully vetting who they're following, and they have lots of followers. So that in itself is an interesting indication, and I think that's a good way to start.
0: I agree, and I'll suggest that so many people have uh, taken Twitter for what it's worth from the beginning of the social media rush, as I call it, in 2007, 2008. Um, you know, for for a while, actually, Twitter was declining in popularity and their numbers were sort of falling off. And I think over time, people have learned how to best use uh, different social media platforms, such as Twitter, um, for you know, for the best use. And again, I agree that it's certainly quantity uh, over or qual- quality over quantity um, on Twitter. And it's I agree. Keith, with a lot of your uh, suggestions there. Um, moving uh, back a little to some of the uh, tools that you've built, uh, talk to us a little bit more about some of these tools. And uh, you had mentioned earlier in the program that you have tools for very beginners, um, uh, but also you have tools, I understand, for the more savvy uh, trader as well.
1: Yes, and also, you know, it, the, we have a number of different tools, and we also, we go the gamut from really simple end-of-day scans for what we would consider uh, the leading stocks um, and some key indications and trading patterns within those that we found to be highly reliable. So we do the vetting process, and you know, right now, uh, even with the market uh, up 400, um, we have winnowed down to a, a very, very small list of stocks that are potential candidates for your your trades or investments, and we go to that to um, intraday scanning uh, on a real time basis, a web based tool that that will scan for sophisticated intraday trading patterns, and you know like you can see you know the market is now moving you know one two three percent. And in some cases on individual securities, even more, sometimes within minutes or an hour or so. So we have tools that will scan the market for very, very specific trading patterns um, uh, that are highly reliable. A lot of these scans are based on what we took off the floor of um, and, and learned. These trading patterns that are still, even in today's markets, they even work better. The more uh, of fear and greed and volatility, um, these patterns are sort of based on, um, you know, human behavior. So, so uh, the more fear and greed in the market, the more these patterns work. So we scan for those specific patterns in real time to find securities that are about to move quickly in a very short-term time period. So we have those tools. We actually also have automation. So some of the automation that we developed to manage our hedge fund with, if you have um, the wherewithal to want to do that, we give you automated tools to manage specific trades. So we go the gamut from an end-of-day list that you can use to scanning tools to automation to manage your trades. So we, we, it's, it's basically everything that we do to manage our own money.
0: Well, that's really the best way to do things, and um, it's, I really appreciate that answer because I know as a publicist, everything that I do for my clients is everything that I do for my own firm, so that certainly makes sense. Um, And you talked a little bit about your background in technology uh, in the past, and I think you said 1982 was uh, when you first had uh, a rollout of of products and online and computer-based things. Um, Talk to us a little bit about yourself personally, your uh, background and your tech background, and how you got into the world of finance um, just by way of background, for anyone who's curious.
1: Well, I was fortunate enough to have uh, uh, an uncle who was – Uh, a master investor and uh, trader and he basically started training me at a relatively young age so at about nine or ten over chess games he would educate me about the stock market make it lots of fun and um, um, I was learning about mergers and acquisitions and and uh, corn and soybean and onion prices um, at a young age so I was exposed to it that way, um, and then subsequently, um, I went down on the floor, and I saw that the um, the markets um, in in the commodity markets in the early 80s were winding down its wild bull move, and that the markets were starting to become interconnected. The PC, the um, the um, the first IBM PC came out with the, the Charlie Chaplin commercials. I think it was called the Peanut or something. And, and um, the, the first Apple uh, 2E was one of my first trading computers. And um, I don't have a scientific background, but I do and have been exposed. My father was a, a rocket scientist. And um, so I had some sort of uh, engineering in there in, in my background. And I left the floor in the early 80s so that I could trade the markets globally because I just didn't want to be stuck to trading a few commodities that I thought were going to go into dormancy or mostly dormancy on a relative basis as far back as 1982. So what I did is I embarked on building uh, what was called then Market Vision, which was the first color graphics um, computer with what i called viewports instead of windows so that i could zone in using my charting techniques um across world markets and different asset classes
0: very impressive um to have such foresight at you know start, I suppose when you start at such a young age, um, you know that that's a really you get a leg up there. Um, what have what have going over? I suppose the uh, the last few years and a lot of the technologies um, and the exponential growth they're in. Um, what things have you seen that you thought were going to happen, and what things have you seen that really surprised you?
1: Um, I think. Let's see. The things that surprise me the most probably is the dominance of the computers. I mean, it's it's um, as much as I saw the globalization of the markets, the um, the speed in which algorithms have been deployed, the high-frequency trading computers. You know, you had that thousand-point crash, and you're getting this instantaneous response and feedback. The um, the curve, the acceleration of how fast the technology is moving and computing power is really amazing. Now, the other thing that's also surprising is that since computers are really a mirror of how we program them and how it's interpreting events, a lot of things have also really stayed the same. So, depending on the frequency you're looking at, um, a lot of the principles, here's the remarkable thing, a lot of the principles that I learned on the floor 30 years ago are still in play. They're just operating at a slightly, they're they're operating at a different frequency, but they're operating in the market. So, applying those principles um, is always interesting and morphing. So... That's the other thing. The market's adapting, but there are some core things that still operate, and that is human emotions drive the market. Sentiment drives the market. The whole concept for a while that you can't beat the market because it's totally efficient and knows everything is ridiculous. And so the whole efficient market hypothesis that was... um, uh, Bandied about in most of the you know most of the uh, universities just is not true, so yes there are players that can beat the market on a consistent basis it 's not easy but it 's doable and there are principles based on human behavior that still work
0: Keith Looking back a few years to October of 2007, it's a time that nobody would like to repeat, um, and human emotions were all over the place at that point. I know a lot of people were shifting their percentage of uh, asset holdings into you know different um, levels of bonds that they weren't doing before and you know, changing everything around. Uh, how much do you think the technology might have saved us last minute um, without that technology? Do you think we could have slipped into uh, a much worse situation?
1: Um, not sure I understand that question, Nick.
0: Well, just uh, I, I'm just trying to uh, you know imagine. We have so many advances in technology now, in um, in how things respond, in, the, in how quickly things respond. And I, I'm just trying to try, trying to tie it into uh maybe the uh you know, what happened in, in October of oh seven.
1: Well, actually I, I think that the technology um was used to um react to world events and what you saw was just uh a use of that technology Not that the the technology created the crash. Now, subsequently, we did have that 1,000-point drop, which was, you know, triggered with uh, those high-frequency trading computers, which is a different story. But the economic fundamentals that caused the market drop, those things um, are separate from technology. I mean, there are some major structural issues in the way uh, banks and institutions were trading and what type of risk they were taking in various instruments that created the real estate bubble that then filtered all through the markets that created the problem and ultimately the, you know, the defaults and things like that that you saw or the bankruptcies that, you know, spiraled things out of control. So I, I don't... I see where the technology allowed things to execute might have exacerbated a couple things around the edges. Um, the uh, you know so, some of the shorting that took place in financial stocks probably actually had a, had an, a compound effect because what can happen is that if you uh, hammer a stock. Um, uh, and a financial stock it might actually have um, covenants that say if the stock price hits a certain point it's going to trigger certain um, uh, things with uh, bonds and and cause it to have it to execute uh, certain things that would make things get even worse. So some of the technology probably exacerbated a bad condition, um, and so what I'm saying is that the um, the effect of uh, sh- you know shorting actually could have driven certain companies out of business, um, where they might have been able to hang on um, as confidence in the financial stability of those companies, especially if they're controlling other people's assets. Were called into question, and people were liquidating. So it has this sort of self-reinforcing um, ability. Um, but overall, if the companies were primarily sound, those financial institutions, it still would have, it still, it, it probably wouldn't have caused them to go bankrupt. But um, with The leverage they took on, the type of instruments that they traded, um, it was something, you know, waiting to happen.
0: Great answer. I appreciate it. I I much agree with you. We're going to pause for our final event message and then be back with Keith Schneider from Market Gauge. I'm going to ask Keith a little bit about um, a day in the life and and really what – at the end of the day, a trader should know about how they could work with Keith and the group at Market day, uh during the day. So, our final event message uh, regards our friend Carlo Licata. Carlo is a financial advisor at Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, and Carlo's our appointment man on a series of upcoming. Series of upcoming radio shows, educational events, and some training webinars. Um, as we watch the market roller coasters, we need some trusted friends in finance to help us address specific trade groups and also to share information about new products, services, and methods in unlocking capital and making sophisticated moves without risking the farm. Uh, for a schedule of industry-specific events, please be in touch with me, Nick Augustine, by using the contact portal on our website www.proservepr.com. We want to. Also also, remind you again to please share our programming and to send us questions through our Facebook page at Money Talk Radio. On, um, again, on Facebook, just search for Money Talk Radio under the search bar. Or again, you can email me at nicknick N-I-C-K at proservepr.com, which is dot com. Now, back with uh, Keith Schneider. We have about uh, 10 minutes left of our program. Keith, for our traders out there who've listened today and are very interested in market gauge and your different products um Give us an example uh for someone of how they can how they
1: would use you
0: uh
1: during the day okay well the um we like I, like I had mentioned, we have two different products the the one that i I would um recommend for people who are not willing to sit in front of a screen you know throughout the day but to uh to swing and what I would call a mini swing trade where you you may hold positions for a couple of days or even you know a couple of weeks to a month or more, um, which obviously, as you can see in this market um, is long term right twenty fifteen twenty percent move in a month uh, is quite a bit. I mean the market has totally changed its complexion between October. 1st or October 4th and October 27th Um, and so here's how it would work if you took our complete swing trading system it's a streaming course um, I believe it's um, probably eight to ten hours and now that course builds over time so you can uh, also get access to all of the training videos So, for instance, if there's a particular question that you have, or a particular setup in the market, or you want to understand how to um, measure your risk on any one trade, and I'm going to go back to risk because that is the key to staying alive in the business. You stay alive long enough, um, and you will be able to understand the dynamics. So, it's sort of like getting a cheap education you're going to make mistakes, you're going to learn. And so the way to do it is to learn as inexpensively as possible. In addition, one thing you're going to find about trading is that being right about your prognostication is only a very, very small part of successful trading. So one of the things that you can do with our course is you'll also get the mastery program. So you get video updates every day with the complete swing trading system you also get a private Twitter feed, which means that you will have uh, access to market gauge through this private Twitter feed. So if you have a question during the day, you're not sure, should I buy IBM at this price and what should I put in my stop loss if I'm wrong or what's a reasonable profit objective, whatever the question is, you can get answered live in real time. So it's like having a professional trader, trading coach at your side on a Twitter feed throughout the day. So that w- those are the components. And then uh, once a month, we do a live coaching course um, through the web, uh, a webinar, and so that's available. So you really have complete access it's like having, you know, a mentor right there with you. And people use that extensively. So I think that's, that's the way, that's the best way to, to get started uh, with us is to, to uh, subscribe to this complete swing trading system. The course is complete. When we mean complete, it's complete. It includes the tools to be able to help you find the stocks, that are going to lead the market um, either up or down. And then, of course, the, uh, the, the mastery part includes the, um, the, the, the video once a day as well as the live Twitter feed. Oh, and there's also an evening watch list. So we give you, um, after hours of work every night, we, we do it in order to be prepared for battle the next morning, We also put together uh, an evening watch, which allows you to understand the securities and the instruments we're looking at and the particular reference points for entry and exit and and, uh, money management.
0: And, Keith, we're talking about all the markets?
1: Well, the the thing that's really interesting today is that um, through one account – a standard stock brokerage account, you can basically trade the global markets because they've created so many instruments that uh, mimic uh, various indices. So if you want to trade the German stock market, you can buy EWG. Or if you want to trade the technology sector, you can buy um, XLK. If you just want to... Buy um, corn without opening up a futures account. You can do that too. Or you want to buy an aggregate of agricultural commodities, which were hot for a long time. Or you, you want to buy gold. And in, in, in uh, 25 years ago, um, there were not these instruments. Um, if you want to bet in your mutual in your IRA that the stock market's going to go down, you have um, the ETS, uh exchange-traded funds that mimic the inverse of what the market does. So you virtually, from one account, you could trade long, short, commodities, currencies, you name it. Now, most of them are fairly good at representing. Um, obviously, um, if you want to try to trade on a 24-hour basis, then um, you would want to open up You know various different accounts, a forex account, um, so you could trade 24 hours, a a futures account, and a stock account. But essentially, um, you know, because it's 24-hour market, they're they're constant. So the thing is, um, you can do a great job of getting access to the overall markets, the global markets, and take advantage of the big global trends, if that's the way you choose to invest or trade. And that could be done through one account.
0: It's it's amazing, Keith, how much technology has helped us go around the clock and do all these things i'm just waiting for the technology to allow us to get fewer hours of sleep and be able to function uh just as well um you know but it's a world we live in and it's an exciting world and so many resources here on your website at MarketGauge.com. just looking at the site now again there's uh all sorts of uh, tools here uh the nuggets list etf monitor trade formers indicators uh hot scans Um, You also have a blog and information, Um, such good information. Keith, for people out there who are listening today and want to learn more about how they can uh, use Market Gauge to help them maintain their edge, um, what information or what would you like to suggest to them?
1: Well, you know, just to get started, we we put out um, uh, a number of free things. So you can get started by going to our website. Um, sign up for two things. One is uh, uh, Mish's uh, blog, which is a synopsis of the of the markets every day. Um, it's fairly brief but comprehensive. She looks at some of the key market indices, you know, like the Dow and the S&P and bonds and uh, so, you know gold. Some of the, like I said, the key asset classes gives you a little synopsis. And then once a week, um, I write a column called Market Outlook. And it's sort of a um, satirical view of uh, world events and how that ties into uh, the, the, the markets. And I do a fairly comprehensive video um, explaining the charts and as it relates to the overall news. So I give you sort of a worldwide tour on the state
0: of the state of the markets, yeah so good. I'm so glad these resources are out there, and that you 're helping people because um there, there's <laughs> things are all over the place these days, and especially with the um with the volatility not in only the markets but the news and different um Different interests out there. I mean, cable. I try to stay away from cable news as much as possible. I think it's kind of a scary place to uh, spend any time. Uh, But it's good to have someone who's a veteran trader and someone who is in the know and knowledgeable like yourself, who's providing these informative tools. So, and I want to thank you so much for your time today, Keith, and being on our show and sharing all of the information about um, your background at Market Gauge and uh, some of the different um, things we covered today. Uh, Some quick contact information for anyone who wants. To get a hold of you, please. Um, the
1: the the best way to do that is obviously www.marketgage.com marketgaug dot com. A lot of people get that in verse, uh, the g a u. Um, the other thing is that there is on the website a um, a number you can call for customer service. So there is a real company behind it with real customer service. And you can always, um, if you want to talk to me directly, you can always get me at Keith at MarketGage.com.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Keith, for your time. I want to, We have about 20 seconds left. I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in to our shows. Again, Money Talk Radio episodes are program to entertain as well as bring our finance industry professionals and consumers the tips, tools, and information they can use to be better informed practitioners and consumers. With guests and listeners located from coast to coast, we appreciate the opportunity to use this socially networked radio program to bring our people together to share collective intelligence. Again, this is Nick Augustine from Money Talk Radio, and I thank all of you for your time.